Dear Talkspace, we are pleased to advise you that your request for an extension has been approved. Morning, morning, Talkspace approved extension listeners. You're back with Ben for another episode, obviously, and this one's going to be a new-ish one for me. We've done movie reviews on the podcast before, but obviously that was after a very, very long drinking game involved. Um, So this one is a completely sober and hopefully more lucid, more intellectual discussion. We're going to be discussing the Barbie movie. Obviously, it's been everywhere, forever and ever, it feels like. And I've brought in a very special guest, someone I've never actually met before. (laughs) I've got Luke with me. Good morning, Luke. Morning, Ben. (laughs) How are we feeling? Uh, Feeling good, feeling tired, um, feeling fresh. Cancelled my shift this morning for this, so (laughs) you are welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Are we feeling tired? Oh, because it's the the end of the first week. Oh, yeah, but I only go to uni like three hours a week, (laughs) so it doesn't really count. (laughs) So, um, we have brought you in, obviously, because you're some sort of an expert in the Barbie movie. Absolutely not, but yes, for today. (laughs) (laughs) Before we get into the Barbie movie, you're Mm -hmm. a university student, which means you're a perfect fit for the show. Yep. Tell me about your uni life. What are we feeling? What are we thinking? Uh, Like, do you want the history or do you want, like, the vibe? Give me both. Uh, History. So I started at QT in 2016. So I'm, like, old. Ew. I know, middle-aged. 24. Um, And I I started in creative industries, which Mm. was gross. Um, And then I, like, changed over to fine arts drama because I was like, I want to do something specific. Changed into drama misconception people think we all want to be actors we do not i had no interest in acting i didn't want to be anyone else but me i didn't like being told what to do which is just like bad for the industry i guess so (laughs) didn't really get a career out of it you could say um but i took a year off because i was like i'm gonna be a teacher i feel like that would be my vibe and then COVID hit and i was like meant to travel all around the world so I was like, that did not count. I'm going to take another year off. <laughs> and I'm back at uni now doing my Master's of Teaching in Secondary Education, Drama and Geography, which Gross. is like a fun little mix. People, No one does it. And every time I tell people, they're like, ew. Like, why? <laughs> that just like does not make sense. Because everyone that does drama does English. Mm. And I was like, well, I want to be different. Um, and then I'm supposed to be in my last semester this semester, but I ran the numbers and I can't afford to go on placement. So <gasps> Oh, no. Um, yeah, I know. Scam. Um, so I was like, let me just like drop to part time. And I thought that was only going to extend it by six months. Mm. And turns out they've like changed the degree. And now it's going to be an extra year. But like my thought is teaching's not going anywhere. Life is for living. May as well just drop out. <laughs> not drop out. Go part time. Exist. Yeah. Oh, God. I um have been very vocal on the podcast and the Talk of Space mm. show about my hatred of children. So... Oh, no. I Love have... them. Oh, God. <laughs> I can't stand them. I work with the young ones at the moment, like prep to six. That's Ooh. gnarly. But I'm excited to go to high school because you can have a little bit more of like a adult conversation you opposed seem to being like, like you'd be a very bitchy teacher no i'm a delight <laughs> i think i'm actually quite good i mean i mean i've not gotten like rough feedback i'm not like a dragon or anything like that the young ones call me mean but i feel like that's because they tell them no mm, yeah <laughs> and then so what's the vibe uh the vibe is okay so the first time i went to uni i was like i'm there to make all the friends i want to make friends with every single person i was really just there for like to go out and drink with, like, weird drama people. This time around, I'm like, I don't want to be friends with anyone. Like, I'm not... Like, you know on reality TV shows where people are like, I'm not here to make friends? That's me. <laughs> I say that to myself every single morning. Um, but, yeah, it's a lot of work. Like, it's intense. Like, I think they just changed the degree. It used to be, like, six units a semester because mm. they're trying to, like, cram us all out in, like, two years. The vibe is a little off, but, like, the end result will be worth it. So that's just what I keep telling myself. Mm. Mm. I feel like that's a very um, common, well, widely felt feeling. Mm. Because I just, 
I can't with uni at the moment. I want it to be done so bad, but I they can't cram yeah. me in. What do you do? I do journalism and law. Uh oh, scary. Undergrad? Yes. Like bachelor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How old are you? I'm 22. Okay. When were you, were you born in 2001? Mm-hmm. Oh, yuck, scary. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> yuck. Speaking of 2001, mm. that's a great little um, segue for the Space Odyssey trailers that we've all seen around the Barbie. Oh, I was like, I haven't seen Space Odyssey. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Barbie. Yes. So, tell me, run me through your experience of reviewing movies. Why are you such a good critic? Um. Well, in my first year of drama, I did a, not a movie review, but a play review, and I got a marginal fail. Uh, so, <laughs> so um, I'm a good critic because I feel like I just, like, have an opinion on everything. Mm-hmm. Um, it might not be the opinion that, like, look, look you're not going to get, like, a... A scholarly report from me. You'll just get my <laughs> thoughts and feelings on what I have felt in regards to the Barbie movie, and you'll either like it or you won't. And that's none of my business. <laughs> that's what we want. Yeah. So, Barbie, huge, huge movie. Love. Tell me about, we'll start from the precursors of the Barbie okay. movie. When did you first hear that it was happening? Um, On TikTok. Oh, no. Like, a, a couple of years ago, I think, there was, like, whispers that it was happening. And I sort of didn't, like, pay it much attention. And then I think when, like, the actual, like, legit promotional stuff started coming out, mm. I was like, oh, fun. Because it was, like, bright and fun music. So I was like, oh, I could get around this. And then everyone was sort of wanting to go, like, all my friends. And I love going to the movies with friends. I feel like it makes the movie that you're watching, like, ten times better. Because mm. I'm... I'm a talker through movies. Lock, lock them up. Lock them up. I'd be doing stand-up comedy in the cinema, like, cracking jokes, like I'm on Gogglebox. Um, Usually I go to, like, the late, late session so I can sort of just, like, do it without judgment. Mm. Um, But it's not going to stop me if I'm doing it at the 6pm session. Um, And yeah, I was like, oh, well, I'll just go. And yeah, and then I watched it, loved it. And yeah, but I didn't, I actually didn't watch any of the trailers, at all? At all. I had one... So that's why you don't get the Space Odyssey no. reference. No. Okay. I had... Uh, the only thing I watched was the, like, the m- Doctor scene on TikTok. They, like, released that mm. when Ken, like, is in the little hospital van thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I had. That was my, like, only interaction with it. You didn't hear the girlfriend-boyfriend? No. What? The no. TikTok sound? That went viral. No, my TikTok is very... Not that. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. <laughs> it's just clips of like Real Housewives of Atlanta, and then I was on Frog Talk for a while, and, like frogs hanging from the ceiling. Oh God, yeah. that sounds like a darkness place. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like the opposite of me because I'm so like sunshine, butterflies, rainbows, and then it's like that like you know that song Are You Going to the Tree? I think it's from the Hunger Games. It's like that oh, scored against tree. like baby dolls like swinging around on a fan. Yeah. Oh, good God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's why I have to not spend so much time on TikTok because mm. it just sort of like fucks me up a little. <laughs> okay, so you saw Barbie on opening night. Yes, I was invited to the premiere at Chermside, 6pm, $27. <laughs> and I wore pink too. I was a criminal. I So mm. I only saw the Barbie movie last night. And I showed up, it was like after work and I didn't really think about it. And I showed up in the most Oppenheimer outfit I had by accident. No. But it's fine. We were like, it turns out the people I was with um, weren't that into dressing up. So it was oh, fine. Oh no. We like, we were like, all right, everyone's in pink, non-negotiable. Um, and like ev- pretty much like everyone except for the school kids were in, had some type of pink on. There was a dude there with like a two, like a three piece hot pink suit. At the cinema. And I was like, hell yeah. (laughs) Um, But the vibe was just so good on opening night. And I feel like if I was to see it again, the audience would be different. Because I feel like everyone that was going, like, on the opening couple nights was, like, so down for the movie. Mm. And then now I think it's just, like, the stragglers. I'm a struggler. Yeah. Like, I was really keen to see the movie. And obviously with all the hype and everything, I I did want to see it in cinemas. But Mm. I don't know. I just... I do think those diehard fans yeah. that went to see like movies on opening nights, like, or I can picture it as, you know, that Vine that I think it's a Star Wars movie or something, and everyone's like clapping and like someone's filming and they're like, turn it off. 
and stuff like that? No, but yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> like everyone's sort of like, you know, clapping. Like yeah. it's a show almost, yeah. like a live performance. Right, like yeah. everyone's trying to show appreciation for yep. the film. Mm-hmm. Like it was pretty chill and pretty quiet. Oh, in really? Was yeah. it full? No. Oh, uh, no. See, ours was packed. Yeah. Like, well, see, I don't think I would have liked that. Oh, really? No. I, I did. I, I quite like a chill. No, because I go off like the room. Like mm. the energy of the room as well, so I think that's just like what made it ten times better for me too. <laughs> but yeah, I'm thinking Oppenheimer tomorrow. I didn't get to do the Barbenheimer Barbie, Barbenheimer mm. thing. Didn't get to do that. I didn't either. It would have been so fun. Mm. I have been. no idea what Oppenheimer's about either. The atomic bomb. Never heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, you're not going to get an educated person. No, on this I podcast. think um, yeah, I'm not quite into it. It's like one of those historical fictions. Uh, mm. Apparently, there's like a mad sex scene in it. <gasps> Sexy. They've been calling it Schloppenheimer. Yeah. I did not hear that. Really? I think it's so funny. (laughs) So now I'm like doubly excited. (laughs) Yeah, Florence Pugh was like butt naked, I'm pretty sure. What? Florence Pugh said it. I think so. God. Okay. Anyway, (laughs) we're getting off topic. (laughs) Barbie. Okay. Love. What we are planning for this little review discussion about the film, obviously we're going to be discussing the plot, Mm -hmm. different characters, everything. So if you're listening and you haven't seen it, spoiler alert, pause the podcast, go see it. It's definitely worth a watch. Like, honestly, I'm, I'm kind of considering it the movie of the decade. I'm thinking, Whoa. like, well, I just feel like it's just been such a cultural moment. Like, it's been huge. Mm. Like, everyone's been discussing it for at least two years. True. Like, there's just been so much hype around it that I haven't seen for any other movie in a very, very long time. True. Like, I feel like there's been heaps of marketing material and social mm. media campaigns for all of the other movies. Like, the one that comes to mind is The Meg. At the moment. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, it's everywhere. So good, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I don't know. I feel like it's not in everyone's, like, discussion. Like, not not everyone's talking about it all yeah. the time, even if everyone's seeing it. No. No one's making, like... No one's, like, locking in hard plans for... Mm for the Meg yeah. or for anything like that I think the Barbie movie is the first time I've ever booked a movie like a week in advance yeah exactly yeah. yeah so if you haven't seen it I would definitely recommend going seeing it in a cinema it's so worth it um, but yeah in terms of discussion topics for the review we are thinking we're both sort of amateur movie <laughs> reviewers um, but I'm thinking chronological work our way through the movie down 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 Perfect. Mm-hmm. That's the only way I work. I'm <laughs> linear in my in my approach. Okay. Opening Space Odyssey esque. So that whole scene with the children dolls, dark oh. thing. That's a reference to Space Odyssey. Is that the communist movie? No. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> it's a um. I think uh, I've only seen parts of it. Actually, I can't claim to be a know it all about Do it. You know, what? I said communist movie, but I think I meant the Terminator. <laughs> Oh my god. This is going to be a very long episode. <laughs> because there's like a ma- the one where she's on the fence and she like gets and the fire comes in and there's that meme that went around it's like people in Queensland right now. No, no mind. <laughs> very different sides of social media. <laughs> anyway, continue, continue. Okay. So, Space Odyssey S. Like I'm loving all the setup around Barbie. It's sort of the cultural movement mm-hmm. that it had. Like I think it really set quite a bit of context for the rest of the movie. Like, everyone's known about Barbie, mm. the um, concept, the yeah. doll, for a while. The yeah, but I think, it, like, it sounds silly to me, but I really liked that setup to sort of how to think about Barbie for the rest of the movie. Like, I like being told how they're sort of approaching it. Yeah. No, yeah, because, I mean, I when I was watching it, I was like, what is going on? I was like, where's Barbie land? Um, but, yeah, I think... That, like, did then that switch my, like, mindset of, like, oh, Barbie's not, like, real. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I need to, like, not... that Then it made me not think about, like, Barbie land as, like, the real people. Yeah. It was, like, yeah. these are toys. Like, it's, it's a yeah, concept. Yeah. Concept, not so much, like, actual... It's not, like, literal. Yeah. You know? No, exactly. And I think it was really... Um, I think it was quite integral and really great because it set up also how Barbie thinks of herself. 
True. Did you have Barbies? No. Well, I didn't. My sister did. I mm. definitely played with them though. Oh, yeah. I, except I think I was a little bit sadistic. I think I I remember being the one that frequently made weird Barbies. Did you see that TikTok recently of that girl that was like things that I did to my Barbies, and she had like the brats like decapitated them, burnt them alive, tied them up. People are crazy. They really are. Yeah. I didn't have Barbies. I was my fr- childhood friend, shout out Saffron. Um, she had brats, I'm pretty sure. And I would go over to her house and mm. I would play Survivor with them. So I'd be voting out all the brats and they would be doing challenges. But I was never, I don't, I don't have much like interaction with Barbies. So I think that's like when I went into it, I like, I was like learning. Mm. I was like, oh, I didn't know Midge was a thing. I didn't know mm. Sugar's dad. Like, I was like, this is educational. Yeah, <laughs> actually, I think it that like throughout the whole movie, like, was really good about sort of playing a little bit on like the actual real world interaction with the brand, like how mm. it went into Midge and yeah. discontinued Barbies and like yeah. all the weird things, which I think was really really good. Um, but yeah, I think the start, like setting up how Barbie sees herself was really, really great for <laughs> sort of like the slow unraveling of the character, which yes. I think was done really artfully. Yes, no, I agree. I did not see it coming. Did mm. you know about the plot before you went in? Like, so that's the thing. I was a huge, I, I've become a huge fan of, um like conspiracy theories around movies and theories around oh. movies ever since like the huge one division social media um discussion around plot and easter mm. eggs and stuff that's going to happen oh. so i except that's the thing i'm like that culture even though there was heaps of discussion around that like there's one particular tiktoker that comes to mind her name's jay stoops yep and like very frame by frame like in the trailer, for instance, there was that shot of Barbie driving and you could see the Wizard of Oz posters in the background. Oh. Yeah, so there was a massive theory about that sort of being the plot of the movie, like someone going to a different land, learning to only go back home. Which she did. <laughs> Didn't. Didn't? She went back. Oh, no, and then she came back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, man. <laughs> I was like, blacked out at the end of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> all the excitement. No, so I think, um, yeah, like all of those theories I sort of had come across. I didn't try to really watch too much about it because I think that culture does sort of like get all my expectations mm. going and I'm like, oh, that's And not... trailers nowadays just be putting the whole movie in there. They really do. Especially horror movies, which I have a mad problem with. Yeah. Because they put all the spooky things in the trailer and then I'm, I mean, I'm still scared regardless. Mm. But then like I watch it and I'm like, oh. Yeah. Damn. Exactly. Like, that was one of the other big things about Barbie. All the marketing, all the trailers. Like, yeah. how much of it, that did you actually watch and ingest? I didn't watch any of the trailers, saw the TikToks. More was exposed to, like, the press of it all. The press, yeah, yeah. And all of the first shots yeah. of Barbie in the car, yeah. all the interviews. Yeah, mm. and that bus stop at James Street as well. Uh, Have you seen it? No. Okay, so I was going somewhere, and I was, like, desperate for the toilet. So I was like, I need to pull over immediately. Pulled into, like, the James Street parking lot, like, near Messina or whatever. And just, like, in the daggiest clothes ever and everyone else is in there, like, bougie things. And I'm, like, searching for a toilet. There's not a toilet in the James Street marketplace that I'm aware of to this day. So I get on the phone. I'm like, oh, my God, I need, a to-, like, to my friend. I'm like, you used to work in James Street. Where is the toilet? And she, like, directs me. And, like, as I'm coming back, I see this, like, bright pink bus stop. And I'm like, what the hell is that? And then, because I saw it on TikTok, and I thought it was just going to be, like, a little, like, metal, crappy little bus stop situation, but there was, like, a pink rug, that, and I sat on it, and it was, like, fully, like, cushioned. What? Too. And I was, like, first of all, I would be sleeping on this. If I, if I was, like, coming home from a valley, I'd be, like, oh, my God, bed. Like, it was, like, literally, like, a full-on couch. And, what? yeah, I don't know. I've never seen this. I've never even heard of it. I mean, not heard of it. No. Oh, my God. Google. Google it later. It's, like, just a pink bust up with, like, the Barbie promotional poster. Oh, my God. Very nice photo opportunity. (laughs) It's, like, right outside Palace Cinema, which I guess, like, makes sense. Uh, But, mm. yeah. I was, like, damn. Yeah, but um, trailers and everything like that. Yeah, I agree. There was quite a few of them that were revealing a little bit too much. Yeah, well, yeah. Mm. I believe you. See, that's the thing. I was just like, yeah, like watching the movie and comparing it back to the trailers that I had seen, I was just like, oh, yeah, that pretty much spoiled it. 
did um did they reveal that um American Ferrera what was her name Gloria was gonna be like the sort of like main situation there with Barbie? No, but I think that's the thing. Like you can really put two and two together. Because mm. I felt like a genius because I was with um I sat next to a friend. And American Rivera's Re- Ferrera. America Ferrera. America. What was it called? American? Yeah. America Ferrera. It's like face got revealed like in those like flashbacks things. And mm. she was like, oh my God, I had no idea. And I was like, you know, tell... As a Superstore stan, I could tell from the back of her head that that was her. And everyone was like shocked. I thought it was incredibly obvious from the promo... Well, not promo, but the paparazzi shots of um, Margot and America rollerblading together. Oh, true. I didn't see those ones. I only saw the um, Margot and Ryan Gosling mm, ones. No, oh, and the was, Will Ferrell ones. Yeah, there were similar ones of America and Margot. Oh, oh yeah, then that and I was like, away. that's so obvious. Um, especially because like there were all the plot points about like costumes and stuff like that. True. Mm. Those rollerblades. Yeah. Them stat. <laughs> Um, so, setup of Barbie, branding Barbie's psyche, how she sees herself mm-hmm. as a feminist icon yep. who has fixed everything in the real world. Yep. <laughs> and we finally get to see Barbie Land. Yeah. Which I was really intrigued by. I thought Barbie Land was going to be first and foremost the first thing you saw of the movie. True, because you see it after the whole after Space After the whole Space thing. Odyssey yeah. branding, the That's white was, um, void. Yeah. That's why I was so confused. I was like, what are we watching? Mm. This is not it's not what I signed up for. Because like, where's the prink and pretty people? <laughs> but yeah, and then it cuts to Barbie Land mm. and she's in her house, hey. Mm. Her Barbie dream house. And then the iconic Lizzo's song Pink mm. plays, which I have been listening to every single morning that I wake up since seeing that movie. Do you do the full on yawn and everything? Well, I not intentionally, but I'm sure there's a yawn. Usually I'm waking up 10 minutes before I have to leave. Mm. So I like put it on and I'm like, all right, it's go time. <laughs> Teeth, hair, dress, out the door, car keys, work mm. keys, banana, mm. do. <laughs> what were your thoughts on Barbie Land? Loved it. Like loved, 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 loved. Like if you know anything about me, it's that I'm entertained by bright colours, mm. fun music, and just like pretty things. Yeah. Like, and that particular style too which i'm guaranteeing will be coming back into fashion which and style like the barbie style that like retro oh, fashion. like yeah and yeah. like the even with like like you know smeg fridges mm. i think they're gonna pop off after the barbie movie yeah um but no just the whole like barbie land as a whole i mean i didn't really have any like expectations of it but like for some reason it was everything i imagined mm. And I think it was really perfect, and like pairing with the I, because I've had a few, um, not negative, but oh, questioning haters. reviews about the narrator, and I, because I think the narrator interacting with it was actually like really great, explaining like how it worked, like Barbie, and like how, like her not explicitly saying like, oh, this is a toy land, like these yeah. aren't real people, like. Her just explaining how Barbie was moving and what she was doing yeah. was, like, quite helpful for yeah. the setup of the rest of the movie. Because yeah. her movement, it's like she's a toy, because she is a toy. Mm. Like, when she jumps off the... Or, like, falls off the... Whatever, the, the, the rooftop. Roof. Like, yeah. she doesn't take the stairs. Mm. Like, that sort of stuff. And even later, when she's, like, having a meltdown on the ground, mm. she doesn't, like, lie down. She, like, sort of... Yeah. And then, like, flops to the floor. Yeah. But I... I, I mean, I don't really have any, like, strong feelings about the narrator... Really? Yeah. Oh. I was really, like, indifferent about it. But I mm. guess it was helpful. Yeah. And, like, she broke the fourth wall, which I thought was fun. Yeah. A little... Oh, not really, because I guess the narrator just, like, naturally is breaking the fourth wall anyway. Being, being a direct a link to the audience, yeah. Um, But, I don't know, at first I was like, weird, why is she talking about Margot Robbie? But then I was like, you know, and like, it makes sense. Mm. But then, yeah, I don't know, because it was sort of like, that's Barbie, not Margot Robbie. Like, mm. why, like, yeah. That was my only, like, weird... It was funny, but that was my only, like, weird takeaway with the narrator. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Um, moving on. <gasps> yep. <laughs> Barbie Land, we sort of obviously get to see the repeat of the first day. Everything's slightly wrong because it's mm. after the dance scenes and... The party. And the death. 
the thinking oh, about yeah. death. When I first heard that, I was like, damn. As in from trailers or in the movie? In the movie. Mm. I, well, was it in the trailer? Yeah. Oh, okay. See, well, there the you go. Like, <laughs> the trailers were really, really good, but then it was just like, like you sort of then got from that quote, like, does anyone think about dying? Like, you're yeah. like, okay, Barbie's going to... Uh, all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Like, Barbie's going to unravel and everything. And it was... um, But super great. Like, everyone reviews that really well. Like, the whole dance scene. um, So fun. I know. Like, Mm. and I do love the setup of the movie being, like, inspired by the 1950s, like, Mm. musical movies. Yeah. Which really comes into play with the musical Mm. um, dance sequences Mm. and everything. So great. We move on to then Weird Barbie. (gasps) I'm obsessed with Weird Barbie. Her house, I need it. I know. Done so well. So good. And like, and like, so true. Like, I remember I would give the brat stalls of my friends the little trim every now and then. Mm. And like, and especially now with that girl with the TikTok, like, Barbies get fucked up by these like children and sometimes adults too. (laughs) Like, it's insane. So I'm like glad that they included that. Mm. Because it wasn't just like, I guess like my initial thought was like, oh, it's just gonna be like a bunch of like, pretty skinny people even though who's the actress okay i don't know actresses names <laughs> who is that actress that plays weird barbie kate mckinnon okay what is she in she's most known for her work on snl oh. saturday night live but she's recently been in like huge blockbuster okay. comedy movies like she um has been in ghostbusters um that, so she's like a comedy gal she's a, she is yeah. a comedy gal she is hilarious i first saw her and i was like oh it's effie from the hunger games what's her elizabeth banks banks yeah oh my goodness i was like wow star-studded cast <laughs> um but yeah no she was fun i love weird barbie what are mm. your thoughts I thought that was done so well. Mm. And, like, it did, it really played into that toy mindset of Barbie mm. as well and just made it so much more relatable. Yeah. And, um, like, she definitely was, uh, like, a plot driver, too. Mm. It, like, I think that's why she the was mainly there. But... I don't really understand it. So she's set up as this character who's, like, the sage, like, the wise yeah. one who helps all the other Barbies. Mm. But, like, I feel like they don't delve deep enough into why like they just sort of say like oh she was played with too much and now it's her mission to fix all the other barbies but then i'm just like i don't know there was just no real depth into her motivation did she also have to go into the real world and then she failed and that's why she came back and just like cooked i thought that was skipper which oh skipper was the boo boo one Mm, yeah who tried to take the children surfing. Well, because they, they only mentioned one Barbie. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was Skipper. Oh. I mean, unless Kate McKinnon, Weird Barbie, did go, but they only mentioned that... one other Barbie that went into the real world. Because that's why I thought that she was the sage, was because she had done it. Because then how did she know? So did she also just send Skipper too? No, I don't know. That's True. the thing. See, I feel like there was just a lot of mystery around why she's yeah. revered as the sage one to go to when everything's wrong. Yeah. I guess just because she's weird. Mm. I reckon that's probably just it. Because yeah. she's like a wackadoodle. Speaking of, we obviously, Weird Barbie directs Barbie into the real world. Yeah. Dude, I love that visual difference. Like, I love it when movies do that and how they have different visual cues for different either characters that are in the scenes or different, like, worlds. So, the switch from Barbie land Mm. to the real world. Do you mean, like, the transition of, like, them actually going? Or do you mean, like, the visual contrast? The visual contrast. I feel like it could have been a little bit more severe, the contrast. So you think... Yeah. Really? Because mm. then I think it plays into um, later in the film when Barbie wants, like, spoiler, like, yeah. she wants to go into the real world. Like, I think there had to be some redeeming qualities. Like, if it was just a shit show and, like, desolate wasteland... True. Like, why would Barbie want to stay there? Grass is always greener on the other side. <laughs> I actually really loved the um, high heel and Birkenstock um, uh, tool 
to like for the difference mm. with the um, arch foot and the flat foot. Mm. Which, by the way, shout out representation for me: flat feet. They've never been more seen <laughs> than <laughs> than watching the Barbie movie. <laughs> and wearing my Birkenstocks today. So shout out Birkenstocks. Um, yeah, no, I thought that was fun because it was like you know you're like prim and proper, high heel. Mm. What you're expected to wear as a Barbie, and then obviously just like regular schmegular Birkenstocks which I thought was a bit more of like a fun comparison between Barbie Land and the real world. Mm. And then they call back to that later at the end when she's walking into the... I won't spoil that, but we'll talk about it later. <laughs> um, walking into the thing. Mm. Yeah. yeah. It's, um, again, like, yeah, the contrast between Barbie Land and mm. the real world. Do you think Venice Beach was the appropriate location for their first interaction with the real world? Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, so you, because then I... Actually, I don't actually know the geography behind it. Hold on. I'm um, just gonna... Well, you've got a geography teacher. <laughs> oh, okay. So, in my head, it should have been Malibu. Because Malibu Barbie. Yeah. Like, true. But I think then... Malibu's more like at the... It's that's... Oh, I don't know. Oh, no. LA. Yeah, no, they are right. Yeah, but but LA's is... like massive. Yeah. So, it is... It's like close. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're still just, like, on opposite sides of the... Of the city. But, like, Venice Beach is that, like, iconic, like, muscle beach. Yeah. Like, that's all there. Malibu, I think, is more just, like, iconic as just, like, an entity opposed to, like, the actual, like, iconography of the place. Yeah, that see, sense. that's the thing. I think Malibu is pretty and well-known, but, yeah, it's mm. not... And I also feel like if they did Malibu, it would be like, oh, ha, 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 Malibu Barbie. Mm. Yeah. No, I think it was. And um, I think it was an appropriate spot because then obviously we see Ken start to delve deeper and deeper into the patriarchy. Were you obsessed with Ken? Just like like as a, as a person. Well, okay. So this is the one thing that um, I hear, have heard so yeah. many reviews about. Everyone is calling Ken a scene stealer. Okay, like uh, like a little, mm. like a little. I found myself being a little bit more interested in what Ken was doing. And that's what everyone's <laughs> saying. I've like there was one review and I'm going to shout out the Spill podcast and I think this was a really great okay. insight. Um they said, I c- can't remember the host's name, but um they said it was hard for um so Obviously, the movie's Barbie. Like, she's the plot driver. Everything is being seen through her. And, like, she's the one that's doing all the work, taking us through the story. Mm -hmm. And Ken's, obviously, just there. Yeah. And it's so easy for, then, the protagonist, who's doing all of the hard Mm. work, to sort of have to go through less interesting things for the sake of the plot, rather than just be an entertaining side piece. Oh, yeah. So, like, and I think that's is quite accurate with how the movie runs with Ken. And I do kind of agree. Like, Ken was a very, like, seen, prevalent Mm. person. But I wouldn't... I don't think I would go as far as saying a scene stealer. I mean, in terms of, like, performance, no. Like, they're pretty on par, Margot Mm. and Ryan. See, because I think I was actually more interested in Margot... Oh, I found like as an actor. Well, no, as like so, Barbie. Sorry, yeah. I should I should say the character <laughs> names. Like, I was more interested in Barbie rather than oh. Ken. Like, Ken was really interesting with the patriarchy journey yeah. through that and everything. And like, it was great that that was happening. Yeah. Obviously, for the sake of the plot. But I didn't find that I was drawn to it as much as other people seemed to say they were. Mm, I was drawn to it because I felt, like, betrayed (laughs) by Ken. (laughs) Really? Yeah, because I was like, oh, Icon, he's just going to, like, be there to support Barbie. Mm. And obviously you get back to Barbie then and he's, like, messed it up. And I was like, oh, how dare you, Ken? I I went on a bit more of a journey with Ken than I did, I think, with Barbie. I think, so, like, I'm going to take us out of the chronology of it. So, Ken, (laughs) journey, patriarchy, discovers it, takes it back to Barbie land, completely flips it and reverses it. Which, for some reason, I did not see coming. I (laughs) did see it coming because of the trailer. Oh, see, it's much more fun if you don't watch the trailer. Yeah, well, because that's the thing. Like, I saw the scenes of the Kens all fighting each other on the beach. And even though it was a split second in the trailer... You could yeah. tell there were no Barbies in it. And I was like, obviously, this is going to be a male versus oh. male. So you're so smart. I would have seen that and been like, oh, they're oh. playing. <laughs> no, I, I just thought it was quite obvious. But um, I think it was... 
And this is a criticism I'm hearing, like, from people that I don't necessarily agree with in day-to-day life. And not Well, Uh, no. Oh. It was... Well, yes. Yeah. But the one I first heard it from was actually a woman (gasps) who's quite close in age to me, and she said it was too woke. Oh. I know. And I was like, ooh, toxic. Oh. Because I think it was such a really, and like I'm saying this obviously not as a woman who's yeah. had to deal with us two men on this podcast, know, disgusting Barbie. <laughs> but like I feel like from oh, what's the word where you live someone else's experience, um, not uh, live it, um, um, empathize. No, <sighs> I don't know. I'm not good at English. By proxy, anyway. I'm um, like so from like Munchausen hearing... by proxy. No, no, oh. no. Um. <laughs> Vicariously. Sorry, oh, that's yeah. it. Um, sorry. Living relationships and dating vicariously through my female friends' experiences, mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. just seems like such an accurate representation of the male bruised ego. Oh, for sure. For sure, for sure, for sure. Mm. Like, even just in online dating, mm. I hear some stories that my friends go through and I'm like, Jesus Christ, these people are insecure. Yeah. Any, oh, never mind, I won't spill her business. She'll <laughs> listen. <laughs> but never mind. No, yeah. So I think it was a really very interesting um, story and, like, obviously sort of sets up an antagonistic yeah. storyline. But, yeah, again, like, I don't, I don't necessarily agree with scene stealer. Yeah. Because I think, the, and, like, everyone's really praising, Ken, well, Ryan Gosling for his comedic timing, his yeah. comedy performance, which he did such a great job. It was hilarious. Yeah. And so I also found out, this is just, like, more to, like, how dumb I am. Um, I was like, wow, Ryan Gosling is ripped. But apparently it's, like, fake. <laughs> like, he's ripped, but he's not, like, that ripped. Yeah. Well, it would be enhanced. Yeah, which I, see, I'm... So gullible to like movie magic. I'm like, whoa. I don't know. Like, see, yeah, everything's got an element of fakeness yeah. to it. But yeah. I mean, that whole movie was like fake. Like, mm. it just felt plastic, which I loved. Yeah. And okay. The plastic sense, like, I think was really sort mm. of driven by Barbie. So Margot yeah. Robbie's oh, yeah. Barbie. Um, and like, you can really see her journey from being a, like, plastic toy to yeah. then the real driving point that changes Margot's performance mm. was America Ferreira's speech about being a woman. Yeah. You, like, feel it instantly. Like, yeah. Barbie goes from being a upset toy to then being, like, driven to yeah. fix Barbie land, and it's so immediate. Yeah. And I've heard reviews about that being... I don't know, like, quite sudden. Yeah. But I think that was really... I think that was what was needed. Well, I mean, like, I, I feel like this movie isn't one... Like, everything is so sudden. Like, mm. I don't feel like this movie is, like, one to be a bit of a slow burner. Like, it's a, it's like... Like, come on, people. Like, it's a Barbie movie. Yeah. Like, we're not here... I mean, I especially didn't go in being like, I want a masterpiece in storytelling. I did. You did? Well, because it's Greta Gerwig. I was, explain, I was expecting it. Yeah. Do you know what? I didn't, I, what has Greta Gerwig directed before? Like, I don't know her. You, oh, my God. And, you know, I, I, for some reason, I thought she was, like, an old woman. Like, no. up there. And then I saw her in an interview, and I was like, oh. Are you kidding me? She's probably she's one 39. of the, She's one of the most iconic directors around at the moment. So, what she's she done? done Little Women, Lady Bird. Oh, I've heard of Lady Bird. Um, my friend got her hair dyed because of that movie. Mm, yeah. Um, see, iconic films. Damn it, there's another one. <laughs> Hold on. No, I, yeah, I was expecting, uh, like, obviously it's sort of a simple storyline. Yeah. But I was expecting it to be quite artful in how it told that story. Yeah. True. One of the other major plot points mm-hmm. that I think did fall through and this is another like in a bad way in a bad way okay. the box oh see in the um in the Mattel. Mattel yeah so what she gets put in that box and then she's like psych I need to pee and that was it that's it like see I, I don't know there was something about that scene that just did really bug me and sort of play into it in my yeah. head I thought when her reasoning for wanting to get out of the box would be like 
PTSD flashbacks. Oh. Like, as I was... What was going to happen? Would she just get sent back to Barbie land? That's the thing. And she could just leave again? Yeah. So there was no, like, everyone's sort of saying, like, it would have been great to see, like, I don't know, an office in Mattel with, like, locked up Barbies. Oh. Or something like that. Because then it's just like, well, no, like, to give context to the box. True. I guess it's more just like, I guess maybe they just assumed that we knew what mm. the deal was. Yeah. See, I, I didn't really think much about the box. Well, exactly. Yeah. But I think it was one of those scenes that was built up, build up, build up. Oh, was it in the trailer? No, no, no. Oh, okay. like, like, within the movie oh, itself. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. there was all of this drama about Mattel trying to put Barbie back in the box. Yeah. And, like, maybe, like, something that I've thought about, which I think could have been hammered in a little bit more, was maybe it was a... um sort of feminist uh what's the word like homage like almost like trying to shove women oh, in boxes yes. okay and like that's at least what i'm trying to think of like i feel like that's what they were getting at but... yeah that's what they were getting at but i think it could have used a little bit more because yeah. like i think everyone was too subtle well yeah i think everyone was approaching it from the plot of yeah. what would happen to the Barbie. Like, yeah. would she just die? that's all I cared about. Yeah, exactly. Like, and if it was, like, one of those f- feminist points... Yeah. ...that w- would have been, like, executed very well. Yeah. Like, I think they could have just used, a, like, maybe one extra line of dialogue. Yeah. Because, yeah, I guess it did sort of... Because I felt like they just sort of threw that in there. Yeah. Because I... And, because like, they were like, we have to get Barbie. And then she just, like, showed up at the Mattel Corporation. So I was like, oh, I thought it was going to be, like, a chase scene. See, I was <laughs> expecting that part yeah. of... Because in, re- in reality, mm. the real world portion of the movie was ac- was a lot shorter than yeah, I was, was expecting. Small. I thought it was going to be mostly in the real world. Mm. Yeah, me too. And, See, um, I was expecting, yeah, like, everything to be happening in the real world. Like, all of the journey that Barbie goes through to then return and, like, Ken's stuffed everything up. And then she would dick. fix things, like, instantly as soon as she came back. Because Ken would be like, oh, Barbie. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I... Because it was sort of getting... Like, I was like, oh, the movie's going to end soon. Mm. But when she got back and Ken had, like, there was horses everywhere or whatever. I was like, oh, short movie. Mm. And then it sort of... Then she... He didn't... And I was like, oh, my God. Mm. Like, it kept me, like, in it. Yeah, I think it was... And, like, actually, I think that was done quite well. Because it was, like... It was an unexpected, I think, timing plot. Which Mm. was really great. Like, I think... Because it was. Like, I was... Like, the journey that Barbie goes through once she returns to Barbie Land Mm. was quite... Fun. Well, it was fun, like, like, yeah, no, like complete breakdown, completely giving up and everything. Yeah. I do. One of my things is I didn't love the Sasha character. Uh, so, oh, oh, I was just about to ask you because I was, I was, was going to be like, let's throw it back to the real world for a second. Why was she in that movie? Was she only in that movie to be self-aware about the fact that Barbie has caused problems for girls that could have been anyone literally so the thing is is like i see the point in her character i just don't think it was done very well like, like as an actress you think or do you think it, like, from the writing uh, like so no i think the actress did a yeah. great job with what she was given like yeah the thing is so like obviously anyone could have been the one to be like you've caused so many problems for women in the real world yeah you just mean like a random anyone mm. she existed because Barbies have a um, very strong link to motherhood. Yeah. So she existed purely for America's character, Gloria. And so you see their whole journey. But then that's the thing. Like, when they make up in the end, like, it's just sort of, like, thrown in. Like, I see the necessity of it. But then I was just like, there was no real, I don't know, journey i guess like it she just went from hating her mother Mm. in the start of the film it wasn't really shown anywhere else in the film until she no like her hating the mother was just in those little flashbacks that barbie was having the visions yeah and then she's taken through to barbie land and then she's the reason that gloria and sasha go back to save them i like that's the thing i don't like that Mm. it was sasha that was the one that was like we should go back to Barbie land. Yeah, it felt really odd. Mm. I was like, you were just a hater a minute ago. When yeah. I but I do feel like it was kind of interesting. I did like the dynamic between Sasha and Gloria. Um, that, like, they were the same person. They were just wrapped up in different packages. Do you know what I mean? 
Like, they were both, like, angry at the world, a little bit miserable. One's just a teenager who shows it, mm. and the other one wasn't. I thought that was really cool and interesting. But, yeah, I, I could have done without. There's two characters I could have done without, Sasha and uh, Will Ferrell, that whole that situation. Real? No, yeah. Will Ferrell, I thought, was integral because I think he, like... Looking at the Barbie company and, like, their play on... Like, sort of yeah. being a little dig at Mattel, yeah. which Mattel accepted. Weird that they were okay with that. Well, I think it's accurate. And they were like, yeah, that's hilarious. True. That's so true. Yeah, it would have been awkward if they were like, no, you can't put that in there. Well, because, like, mm. that's the thing. I think it was, like, it was a really interesting... I'm Not interesting, but I think it was a very accurate sort of way to represent the yeah. patriarchy in the real world to have Mattel a producer yeah. of Barbies be a Ball board news. of Ben a board of <laughs> oh, <Ben>. wow <laughs> a board of men yeah and everything that's interesting that you could have done without him yeah I was just sort of like I was... thought he was going to have a bigger part though well I think that's what I felt mm. I was like he was there for a couple minutes and then sort of wasn't and then he appeared and then then it was over mm. so I was like I get the point of him being there but I was like mm. See, that's the thing. I think they were hyping him up to be a major... The, the, I don't think he should have been in the end of the film. Uh, I no, think they weird. should have left him in the real world. Yeah. Mm. Like, I think they could. it could have just been, oh, haha, these men run a company that's directed to women. Mm. And then that really could have just been it. Yeah. And then yeah. we got introduced to... Which, okay, I, once again, I'm a fool... When they were in, when Barbie was in Mattel and she goes into that room and that old woman's there, mm. I was like, "Who is that?" And then when she revealed herself as Ruth at the end, I was like, "Oh my god!" I was blown away. Oh, uh, see, I had heard an interview um, before the movie, so I knew who she was because there's a, a lot of um, visual cues in that scene to suggest that she's the creator. Like when she's oh, yeah. handing over a teacup that was meant to represent like. Um, add it. the Michelangelo thing. Is that what yeah, the yeah. creator and stuff like that. So I had heard that and knew beforehand. Yeah. See, mm. I'm just like once again gullible. I was like random old lady. <laughs> who's that? <laughs> yeah, I was like uh, that's why I'm so entertained by these movies because mm. I just never see it coming, no matter how obvious. I think it is. it's just also really entertaining. Like I do love the fish out of water storyline. With Barbie. Yeah, yeah, like seeing her in the real world, interacting and everything. Sad. I know, it was. And I think that was really cathartic to see all of the sad experiences she was going through. Yeah. And, and it's, it's, I guess it's sort of just like, I guess, like it's so true that that is the real world because no matter how, like, because she's obviously like this happy, positive, ignorance is bliss type person. Mm. There's always going to be someone there to remind you that like life sucks. Yeah. Which I sort of related to a little bit too. And, I, like, I just thought that was very smart. And, you'd like, just to see her, like, slowly deteriorate, I was like, that is all of us going from, like, being 8, 9, 10 into our teenage years. I think it's really, yeah. It's also, I think, it struck a chord with me because I think there's always, like, with the way social media is working at the moment and yeah. friendship groups, like, I feel like you can exist inside an echo chamber of your mm. own making. Yeah. Like, you sort of... Find the people that have the same views as you. Find the content that really relates to you yeah. and everything. And then you just have that one experience that snaps you back to the reality and mm -hmm. being like, oh, there's actually terrible people yeah. out there. Yeah. And, like, lately I've had quite a few of those experiences. Ooh. So I was relating quite a bit to the movie yeah. of, like, that scene between Sasha and Barbie where, mm. you know, Barbie's in her own world and she's so happy and thinks she's doing yeah. an amazing job yeah. and everything. And then someone's just like... Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you are a hater. I hate mm. you, Sasha. Yeah. No, I feel that. And then, so she goes back to Barbie land mm. and she discovers it's like crap. Ken's mm. ruined it. Did you... Okay, there's haters out there that are saying this is just, like, hateful to men. Thoughts, comments, opinions. Like, I see the criticism and mm. I just think it's silly. Mm -hmm. Like, you look at all of these other movies that exist out there that are doing the... Not overtly, but are doing the opposite. Yeah. And it's just, like, it's just a comment. Like, 
Like, get over it. <laughs> it like, it honestly, it's just a yeah. reflection of who you are mm. as a person. If you it's feel one of those, because, like, I watched it and I was very aware that it was, like, being, like, thrown a bit of shade towards men. Not a bit, but, like, a lot. But, like, I was like, oh. Like, I wasn't, like, mad at it because I was like, true. See, it's the... I was, I thought it was really funny. Yeah. Like, same. I was cackling because mm. I was just like, that is such a hilarious take on the patriot, the, the patriarchy. Yeah. yeah. And, like, it, and, like, the whole point was that the patriarchy is bad for everyone. Mm. And I don't know. It's one of those things where it's, like, if the shoe fit, like, if the shoe doesn't fit, don't wear it. Mm. Like, just get over it. Like, obviously, you're angry because you're a little bit upset and insecure that this might be you. Mm. But, yeah, everyone was saying that, like, oh, it only depicts men as idiots, bigots, and, I know, something else. But I was, like, oh, like, shut up. Like, get over it. It's just, oh, Okay. The most, the one character that I found so funny, Gloria's gonna say. husband. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I thought that was... The learning the, sp- the Spanish. The Spanish. <laughs> but, like, the fact that he only has two appearances in yeah. the film is not really talked about. Yeah. I don't know why, but that has struck me, that really struck out to me. Because yeah. I was just like, I don't think that's ever happened really before. Well, like where someone's been in it like for 30 seconds. No, no, no. Like the opposite. Like, so with movies with male protagonists, yeah. like the same happens like with the wives. Yeah, a true. They're just sort of thrown into the background and not really mentioned and stuff like yeah. that. But this is the first time to me... Where I'm just like Gloria doesn't mention her husband at all. Well, even she, even when she does get when he does get brought up by Sasha, she's like, eh. yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm just like I feel like I've never seen that in a movie True. before where it's the husband, and I was just like that is so great to see equal opportunity. Yeah, and there was a bit of Duolingo um, sponsorship in there. Oh, from did you see Duolingo at the red carpet? No, at the pink carpet. <gasps> I did. No, I did. Icon mm. legend. Duolingo, by the way, hate it. <laughs> oh, God. I can't get into it. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, we are quickly running out ah! of time. I know. Okay. So, thank you so much for joining me, Luke, to yeah. have a... I don't know. It wasn't much of a review. It was more of a discussion, a debrief about yeah. Barbie. Thank um, you. If you haven't seen it and you've listened to all of this, I'm so sorry for spoiling it. But <laughs> That's otherwise, your fault for still listening. Yeah. Go ahead and watch it. It's a really great movie. Highly, highly recommend. Um, this has been Talker Space Approved Extension. As always, this is an extension of the Talker Space show on Z Digital, which airs Wednesday night at 7 p.m. We're going to be back next week. Thank you, Luke, for joining me. Thank you for having me. Have a good week, everyone. Bye. <laughs>